Okay, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're going to be talking about direct mail today. I know you, you were, you were waiting for that because, you know, some days I skip it. No, I almost never skip it. But I've been getting a lot of grief lately uh, from David Foley and Russ Loach. They've been reposting the video. So if you want to get your name in lights. Just repost the video a couple of times, right? And Vinny has done that dozens of times. So thank you for that. So what? Oh, so what's going on here is that uh, Lil Yachty gets a call from from the Formula One driver and says, "Let's see how fast you can rap." And so they get Buster Rhymes in to train him to to rap faster. And so that's what's happening right here. Uh, Buster shows up. That was fast. You know how I do it. And so then they have a little practice Use a round. dumb double bum bubble gum now. Who you running from? Okay. Use a dumb bubble gum. That's not even the lyrics. And okay. Lil Yachty's Use a dumb trouble. double bum bubble gum now. Who you running from? Dumb double. Is a dumb double. Ah. Is a dumb double. Is a dumb double bum bubble gum now. You running from? No, use a dumb double gum. Watch the stuff. Yeah, you right. Yeah, right. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. No, Faster, she's. Use a dumb double bum bubble gum now. Who you running from? That's why we got you in that booth. That's why you got we got you in that booth. Okay, so now he wants to do as fast as the four minutes. Feels like driver. I can find anything at the speed of light and that's almost. Slow. It's on sight almost. Yeah, let me give you a sample another example of how I did with it. I was feeding just like I was landing. I wasn't thinking that they could hang with the pro, but they really not as incredible driver. And I'm on hell of an artist. Now, you know, I'm being in the zone on the way. I'm taking them home as if you were shopping with class. I'm dropping on Google Chrome. Missing the stupid and have them dropping their microphone. Quadruple the speed of sound and light. It's the moment I own. own. <laughs> so anyway, now they're gonna race. Yeah, Yo, you good? That was epic. Yeah, who got the next verse though? Who got the next verse? Okay, so anyway, Chrome makes a debut in the in the end there, and of course, my big argument with this is that it doesn't it doesn't mention Chrome hardly at all. But uh, you know, what can you do? So let's get over back to the PDF and see if we can see what uh, what Dabich says about it. Okay, and I'm a big fan. And you can support Adland TV. It's supported by don donations. So if you use their site and appreciate that she gathers the best commercials from all over the world, then uh, you know let her know and and chip in with some tangible support okay so she says this better be released as a song because the beat is incrementally increasing in speed that beat that's incrementally increasing in speed is awesome and i'm a big busta rhymes fan okay so um now she's going to go listen to the whole album <laughs> that's helpful okay and there's busta doing it doing his thing Okay, so now I wanted to talk about Walmart today. I came across this article, how Walmart is helping small business stay in stock and in control, which were the two big things they found out in their research. Okay, so Walmart has launched a site as of January called Walmart Business. Okay, I didn't hear about this. Never knew it existed. Okay, but yesterday or the day before, 
Wednesday, I got a brand new fan. I don't know. You can't see it, right? Can you see it? No. But it's blowing. And yesterday, if the microphone gets back here, I had the fan turn just a little bit too close to the microphone. And then my, my voice pops a little bit. But I got it better today, so it hits me. And uh, you can't hear it, though. It's just whisper quiet. Even the old noisy fan, this is a very dead microphone. That's a key to, it's a very big key to podcasting is get a dead microphone. Don't get one of these Blue Yetis or something that's super sensitive unless you have a, a legitimate sound studio. I've got 20 computers running behind me within 15 feet or 20 feet. So uh, when I got my Blue Yeti, which I did buy, um, all I could hear is humming in the background because the mic picked up the whole room and, and you don't want that. So I hear so many podcasters uh, with echo and with stuff running in the back and, and kids playing in the yard and sirens going by. Get a dead mic. Get a little lavalier for 20 bucks or something. Two bucks. More like three bucks. Um, now, this computer also has a separate audio in, which is helpful. Uh, old school. An old school computer might work better than your than your studio setup. There's a lot of tricks that are very inexpensive. I have a, a video up on YouTube, I think, somewhere, how to build a sound studio or a video studio for less than 50 bucks. You know, I have I have regular desk lamps up here, the kind with the, with the arm that moves, you know, like on Pixar Studios, but I put a coffee filter over them. That's called a diffuser. Anyway, we don't get into that too much. I needed a fan, so I thought, so I looked on, uh, I looked on Facebook Marketplace. There's a thing called Never buy anything or something like that. And I thought, well, maybe somebody's got an old fan they want, don't want. The least expensive nearby I could find was 20 bucks. I looked on Walmart and it was 18 for the exact same fan I used to have. And I said, whoa, that's pretty good. And then I, I had I had used the, the, the in-parking lot pickup for Black Friday about a year and a half ago and bought a big screen TV. It's like the first TV I bought in my lifetime because uh, – I had old ones and, you know, people downsize and you want a TV, sure. And uh, so I still have one of those. Um, but but I decided to buy a big one for the basement and my wife loves it. And uh, I thought, I don't want to go in there and lug it around. And so I tried the, the, the pull-up for delivery and it was just seamless and beautiful. So I thought, oh, I'll try that again. So I downloaded the app because I don't leave the app sitting on my phone. And sure enough, beautiful. I pulled up, and as soon as I put in my parking spot, the guy was standing next to my door. My, he was like, I was like the only one there, but he was already out there. And uh, so I was just stunned. And apparently Walmart has started an initiative for small business where you can buy in larger quantities. You can pick up same day. You can do a lot of stuff. And so, uh, and so it's really, um, it's, it's really, it's really handy. You know, and um, and they have a wider variety and many, many more retail or uh, suburban and rural locations than any other retailer, I think. And, um, you know, you can get it. Like I said, you can get it same day as opposed to Amazon. Probably can't get you most stuff same day. And so I think they're going to be a force in business to business. When I was a, when I was first starting out in my very first job, you know, I would. I would have a guy stop in. It's in the same town, just down the street as where I was working. <laughs> and I would have a guy stop in and hand me a big fat catalog and and talk about the office supply store in town, uh, in the little little tiny 
not even suburban town. It was we were outside of the suburbs. Now we're now we're probably inside the suburbs, although there's a lot of farmland in between us and the next town. But mostly it's getting to be subdivision and and uh, and so uh, I had the impression that I was buying from him, but actually I think we bought an office chair or something, and it had a, we had to wait a couple of days, and uh, the shipping label said New Jersey or someplace. You know, and so the truth was that the local business wasn't as local as we thought. And um, so, uh, well, let's get on to the next article and I'll tell you the rest of the story, um, if I remember. So here's one from Ryan Wilder at uh, at Sequel up in Minnesota. And um, I'd like to work more closely with those guys. They're, the, they're about the closest thing around to a direct marketing agency that knows what they're doing. Um, so he starts off 1872 Aaron, Mon- Aaron Montgomery Ward's catalog, which is a one-page flyer, started direct mail in retail. I don't know if that's true. I know Hamaker Schlemmer was in 1870, I think 1878 or 1873. So I think they were actually, oops, maybe a year later. This is 1872. Um, but they're still around. And we had the privilege of doing their modeling for a couple of years and did really well, they said. Um, but anyway, a staggering 76% of retailers use some sort of mail, um, and most could use it better, right? And he's got a case study down at the bottom, which I really hope to get to. But just like, oh, but here he says, just to couch it, you know, and, and I, 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 I was disappointed with this. You know, get this out of here. Just like most popular digital channels. Uh, Direct mail can deliver a relevant customized message on a one-to-one level, just like, yeah, okay. I don't believe it. You know, maybe email, but I don't get emails like that. And whenever I read about personalization in email, I was on a webinar yesterday, and they talked about personalization, and they were talking about putting the person's name in the subject line. Oh, yeah, that's really personal. I get that that's right to me, and it was written by hand by a robot. (laughs) Come on. Give me a break. Okay, let me tell you, I, and I'm, and this is this is also for Ryan. Uh, let me tell you what the real distinctive of mail is, right? We know who sees it. That's the real distinctive. You don't know who sees your digital. You don't know who Facebook showed this to. You don't even know who they attempt to show it to. You don't even know where they're aiming it. And you don't know who's paying attention, right? You don't know, and in most digital ads, you don't even know if it's visible by a human. Might not even be visible. They're charging you for it. You know, and I've covered that many, many times. So the the big ability of digital to have fraud is that nobody knows if anybody's seeing it, right? They can send plenty of bots and get you clicks. And if all you look at is clicks, you're going to have clicks ahoy. You're going to have plenty of clicks per cookie, <laughs> just like chips ahoy. Anyway, and uh, you, you know, you don't know. But mail, we know who we're mailing it to. We start there. And we know that post office delivers because you can get informed visibility. And they'll tell you when it gets delivered and when it's in the mailbox. And you can follow up with an email then if you want and say, hey, the thing we sent you, it's in the mailbox now, right now. And we can automate that for you. Okay? And that isn't mentioned here. Okay? So we can tie it in right now, real time. You know, it's like when I get stuff on eBay and I get an, I get an email. Before I check the mail, I get an email that's been delivered. And I go over to the mailbox here and I say, oh, yeah, there it is. I know Now I know the postman came. How cool is that? How cool is that? You know, 
it's better than informed delivery because I, I'm, you know, you are a, probably a brand I'm looking for. Not, not like all the other junk that's in the mailbox. Okay, it's something I want. Maybe, maybe it's a coupon for my Father's Day. True value. They didn't. They skipped Father's Day this year. Anyway, so we know that it gets delivered. And we know it goes to a decision maker. How do we know? Because not everybody who picks up the mail can also throw out the mail. The, the main decision maker in your household is looking for, you know, in case you get a subpoena or a tax warning from the IRS or, you know, other important documents like that. There's, there's a person who goes through all the mail and decides if it's important. And you got to often be careful in case your Bass Pro Shops gets thrown away. Because in our household, it's my wife, and it always was. We had four kids. We didn't let them pick up the mail because they might drop some along the driveway. We we only, and and she would say, well, didn't you read the mail? No, I don't read the mail. You read the mail. I bring it here. And you know what she does? She makes a decision. She makes a decision. Digital doesn't require a decision. Direct mail requires a decision. You say, what kind of decision? Well, you got to look at the indicia. You got to look at something. You got to look at this piece of mail and say, it's from the UPS store. <laughs> you know, boo. Anyway, you got to look at this piece of mail and say, is this worth keeping? The reason it's keeping is I put some extension numbers on the back. <clears throat> but anyway, I got to move those. I did move them now. I can throw this away. But anyway, you got to make a decision because direct mail does not throw itself away. Direct mail forces you to decide set it aside throw it away that's okay but even in throwing it away you know even when i'm not looking at this i knew what this was because i had looked at it at least briefly even though it's on the way to the trash and there it goes in the trash right it forces you to engage it's not just physical it is physical but it forces a decision and so if you're looking for decisions which is what ultimately we're looking for we want to sell something Direct mail is the only medium that doesn't throw itself away. The billboard, when you're driving down the highway, it's gone, whether you notice it or not, right? And the billboard doesn't know who's driving by, right? Nope. A lot of those people are from out of state. They can't even come to your coffee shop, whatever. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do billboards. I don't care what you do, right? See if you can test it. Or contribute to the local Little League with a sign at the ballpark. You know, that's all fine. I'm just saying direct mail is not just like popular digital channels. Direct mail is magnitudes better. And Ryan talks about modeling. Good for him. Talks about testing. It's great. Direct mail, it has a tangible, it's a tangible and influential media that maintains customers' attention and impacts future purchasing decisions. So you can get in somebody's head even when they don't need your product. Andrew Edner talks about, you know, HVAC. You know, people people will need a furnace repair or a, a AC repair sometime. Any homeowner will, right? But they probably don't today, right? So if you think you're going to get in their head and catch them on the day they, they, they Google furnace repair, I mean, you might. But so will 40 other people. And when you type it, furnace, furnace repair near me, you know what comes up? Angie's List or Craigslist or Yelp or any number of other aggregators, right? 
nobody that's really an HVAC repair guy comes up because those guys are buying the buying the spots above it, right? Okay, so if you want to get directly to consumers, you want mail. There's no two ways about it. And you can do branding, right? So Andrew talks about the, a tree service guy that sends out thousands of, tens of thousands, maybe, yeah, tens of thousands of postcards every month. But when a hurricane hits, he hires other tree contractors because he's in control. They've, they've seen his thing. They've decided to throw it away. But even in that decision, they had to engage. Okay? Sorry, I just have to put that in. I don't hear anyone else talking about that. And the other thing, now let's get on here. The key to optimizing mail channel for scale is to continue testing and exploring which targeting, creative, and strategies work best for your brand, growth, goals, and your, and your audience, and all the rest of this stuff. And he recommends doing custom models with first-party customer data, including using that to do prospect models, which we've been doing since 1995, and thousands and thousands of models where we actually see the variables that matter and we see what's working. And that's one big advantage. Modeling isn't just about let's mail the best people. Let's find out who the best customer is today. It's, it's more like who's the best customer for this offer. Okay, so we went go to great lengths to do that, and we, we talked yesterday about the variables that we created for sale buyers to just to identify those, or the business to business buyers. We talked about those. Okay, so purchase history, demographic information, online behavior; those are all factors you can throw in the hopper. But the important thing is that mail, unlike every other medium, there is no other way to get the null set. What's the null set? Okay. Any media can tell you who the buyers are. They bought, right? Do a TV commercial, people buy. Okay, that's good. What mail can tell you, because you can do match back analysis with the who got mailed and who then ordered, right? But we can also see who didn't order who got mailed. And what do we know about them? We know they engaged with it. They looked at your offer and decided no. No other media gives you the decided no because they don't have to decide. Didn't I just explain that? Only mail forces a decision of no. It's the only medium that does. All the other ones, ignore, pay no attention, goes away. Throws itself away. What a miracle. Advertising is a miracle. Mail forces a decision. So you know who decided, engaged, and decided no. And that's why it's magic if you want to do machine learning. There's no other media that lets you do machine learning at the same level. There's nothing. It's not possible. Just want to tell you. Sorry. Sorry, all you AI people that go out and sell baloney to big retailers and e-commerce people. It's not possible. Mail is the only medium that forces a no. That's probably enough. This is a great article. You should really read it if you're a retailer and thinking about it. This was a great piece. Surprisingly, small postcards can significantly outperform larger ones. People, you know, I take my true value hardware and put them in my pocket. I put them in my wallet, you know, because I'm at the store and I forget and it's at home, you know. So I like the little tear off. It's only a little teeny thing like the size of a credit card goes right in my right in my wallet. Okay, and now tracking like a promo coder, there's a lot of tracking you can do. There's a lot of ways to do this. But one of the things that he mentioned was in the case study 
was um, somebody that was doing pop-up stores, multiple locations. Uh, and uh, so they would move it around maybe in the summer. Maybe they were a farmer's market or something, but they also moved around. And so they used mail to say, here we are this day, come and visit, right? And uh, you, can, you can emphasize your local nature, okay? If you want to compete with Walmart, you better, better do something like that. And the story I wanted to continue on was I was talking with Erwin Ir- Helford, and I was telling him about how, you know, when I started in business, I thought that the office supply store was local. But turns out all their stuff, the warehouse, was in New Jersey. Okay, and I'm in Wisconsin. I said, you know, what you ought to get across is that you're as local as the local office supply store. And I said, he said, well, how could I do that? I said, well, why don't you put some of your customers' names, you know, just put a generic cover with a, a Main Street and then just inkjet the, some company names from my town and say, these people might be buying from us or whatever, you know, or maybe you just mail to them. You know, these people are on our list or something. You can say a lot of things that don't imply too much of a relationship. But anyway, about six months later, I got a catalog from Viking Office Supplies. And sure enough, he did. And it went they went gangbusters and grew like crazy and expanded into Europe. And they're still I think they're still going today. So anyway, mail can be a powerful tool to emphasizing that you're there to serve that community so download the the show notes at wdma.org every day they're available subscribe it's free and uh if we do something in minneapolis we might send it to you (laughs) bye-bye have a great day bye-bye